If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked. I'm Ryan, and this week on IGN's number one Xbox show, we are talking about Fortnite and how it may be making Epic worth billions, many billions of dollars, plus EA looking to get into the standalone multiplayer shooter game, perhaps. Turn 10, yanking loot boxes entirely from Forza Motorsport 7 and a lot more. But first, as a reminder, Unlocked has moved. You'll be able to watch it every Tuesday starting at 3 p.m. on IGN. It's unlocked.ign.com is the specific show homepage you could go to get it. So that's right. You can see the show first here on IGN a full 24 hours before you'll see or hear us anywhere else on the usual times and places. So keep that in mind. If you want to hang out with us a little earlier than usual, come on over to IGN. Now, let's get on with things. I'm Ryan McCaffrey, Destin Legary. Hi, everybody. Hi, right. Brandon Tyrell. Hello. Uh, beginning the, the plaid half. The plaid yeah. wave. Yeah. It's okay. coming. Yeah. We <laughs> soon, called each other. Soon it will take over. What <laughs> is the plaid wave? What party does that vote for? Uh, <laughs> it goes back and forth. Back. <laughs> yeah, it's whichever way, you know, the, yeah. the, the streams cross. Yeah. The, yeah. Pretty much. Mark Medina sitting in from Randa Sanchez. He's I'm back. back. Yeah. I haven't been on in a long time. It's great to have you back, Mark. It's good uh, to be back. Yeah, Miranda's on assignment, so is happy to tap. And Mark. I don't do anything. Literally so. tap Mark on the shoulder. <laughs> say, hey, you want to be on Unlock this week? And he kindly agreed. So <laughs> we've I got did it. <laughs> we've got the most beloved Unlock cast member in history. With a z- and I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> a 100% approval rating from Mark Wadena. Never it's a true. single bad nice. word spoken about this man in <laughs> yeah, the context ever. of this podcast. You must right. not talk to my mom very often. Oh, jeez, <laughs> getting Mark. Your mom comment on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> she follows me on Twitter. Just bashes me yeah. all day. <laughs> At Mark sucks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Tells me how my videos could be better. I'm like. Shh. I'm oh, just mom. trying to help you, Mark. That is what. That is exactly what she sounds like. It's so weird. Weird. That is so weird. Wait a minute. You sure it's your mom? <laughs> oh my god. Listen, Mark. Anyway, what's uh? She's, is she from Boston? Yeah. Now? Yeah. She's, she migrated in Mark, the last thirty Mark, seconds. Not from Central Mark, California. Your videos are wicked horrible. <laughs> Try harder. You gotta be wicked smart. We've now that we've lost every single listener and viewer oh. we have. Let's get on with the rest of the show. I apologize um, to whoever's doing the timestamps right now <laughs> in the YouTube comments. Oh my goodness. Okay, uh, let's. I want to start by talking about No Man's Sky. It came out last week on Xbox. 
for the first time. You know, and it, I find it very interesting that this is a game, obviously, with a with a ton of baggage. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, just to, to put it fairly, I mean, whether you agree with that or not, I mean, whether you agree with the reasons behind the baggage, game's got a ton of baggage. It's been out for two years on PlayStation 4 and PC. And uh, there are many opinions on it out there. Yep. But what I'm interested in is the fact that it's now come to Xbox two years later with... Uh, it's headlined by this next update, but yep. it's also got every single other. They've done, I think, mm-hmm. three other major mm-hmm. updates to yep. it yeah. over the last two years. And so I'm interested in it from the perspective of the Xbox owner who has n- who's playing it for the first time, who's yeah. playing mm-hmm. the 2018 version, and that's the No Man's Sky they get. Now, um, Mark and Unfortunately, Destin. that's none of us. Well, but, but no, I'm playing on it. Well, me. not that's, for the first time. That's me as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, never, I never played it and seen this new update. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now I'm going to get to play it on my One X in my living room, yep. which I'm super pumped by. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like it's better than it, than it was originally. <laughs> well, I should hope so. So it's yeah. interesting that like you and I are going to get a better version than you know a PC or PS4 player got two years ago. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I ended up... So I obviously did a lot of our IGN First preview coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, two IGN then, Firsts. Yeah, uh, uh, one of only two games to ever do that. And then when it came out, I put about five, six hours in sure. and then just ended up trailing off and getting on to other things. And there, there were core bits of it I liked. I mean, I liked the idea that it... That that it was this super chill, yeah. Like you, yeah. you sort of you'll get out of it what you put into it kind yeah. of thing. Scratches that which, Minecraft itch, right? Which isn't mm-hmm. for everyone, but there were definitely core pieces to it I liked, but I just didn't personally play enough to you know fully explore the 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 gameplay systems or, or everything else it had to offer. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Mark and Destin, I'm curious what you yeah. guys think. You guys have been spending time with yeah. the new up the new the next version. Uh, so where is it? What do you think of it? <laughs> it's it's a weird story. So me and Destin both played it a lot when it first came out. And uh, we liked it. And then eventually, I think everybody gets to that point where you're like, there's nothing to do. Yeah. There's no <laughs> actual point. I'm done. And it's okay to get it's okay to play a game for twenty plus hours and then eventually get bored of it. Like yeah. I don't, You've I don't got twenty good hours. Yeah, right? I don't find that offensive to the game that I got bored of it. Mm-hmm. You get bored of every game. Uh, and what's funny is I I have not played it since launch. I, I think Destin's the same. Like we just we haven't been, have not touched right. it. And so that now that next is out, I'm kind of like, whoa, this is great. And what's funny is the stuff that I'm enjoying isn't isn't new in the next update. It's all new in the Atlas Rises update that uh. came out a year ago. <laughs> uh, so it's like the base building, the missions, all that stuff. That's all been out. It's funny that multiplayer and third person, I guess, is what actually brought people back because those are kind of only the new features is that it's multiplayer now. Right. Uh, you can play in third person and that the game is is visually overhauled. So like yeah, it does look real nice. Yeah, it's not that it's, it, did, it looked nice before. It be did, clear. but then there'd be a lot of planets where it's just like real jaggedy. Nothing's going on. Yeah. All, the, the the planet that you're seeing right now is a great example of a planet that probably didn't have any of that grass and stuff, and yeah, now you kind of see that stuff on even like the most visually dull planets for you yeah. still see for our audio listeners he's basically on mars right now yeah <laughs> pretty much mars, mars, and, with, mars with grass yeah with, and we're watching plants. from a third person perspective and I, the third yeah. person is pretty cool uh, like yeah. your, your character looks neat 
Yeah, you're actually it's actually animated well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pretty much can't fly in first person anymore. I love the way the ship looks mm-hmm. when you're when you're flying it in third person. Uh, but other than that, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's completely different, but I I, I played for eight hours straight the other day because I was in a group of four people and we're doing multiplayer missions and you can have this this big freighter in the sky now, which is basically a mobile base and. I, I would definitely say I'm just I'm enjoying it a lot more. Good, Destin. The strongest old edition is definitely Atlas Rises, like you said, Mark, yep. because it added the story that mm-hmm. can pull people along throughout the their adventure in No Man's Sky. But don't underestimate the addition of third person and multiplayer. Multiplayer mm-hmm. allows you to be in this previously fairly lonely place, yep. playing with your actual friends. You're playing with your wife, right, Mark? Yeah, well, yeah, a ton. Like we're pretty much exclusively playing together, and it's it works really well. The only thing that's like weird about it is uh, she joined my game, and so the way the game works is she's now on my save, right? Mm-hmm. So. The things she's accomplishing, she's accomplishing, but like if she were to build a base and then my game crashed, that base would no longer exist because I didn't save. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of weird. Like like her game crashed and we we're playing in creative mode. I built this like skyscraper. Her game crashed because it, it's uh, on PS4. I, I uh, it's a little it's a PS4 is kind of the worst version right now. <laughs> um, her game crashed, and she's like, oh, it crashed. I'll log back in right now. And I could see my skyscraper just disappearing piece oh, by no. piece. Oh, it was no. like in front of me, just disappearing. It's like in Back uh, to the Future where uh, the picture starts <laughs> yeah. to disappear. Call back. Marty's like, We ah. had to bring it back to the future. Uh, and so then that's another thing I want to reiterate. The Xbox One X version is different than the PS4 version. Yeah. And it's awesome. Because there's actually graphics options, where on the PS4 yes. version, those options aren't there. It got the update on the same day, but those just really? those options just aren't there. Have you have you played it on the X? Yes. So this it, is all on the X right is it, now. Is it yeah. similar to the way the other games handle it, where do I want frame rate? Do I want resolution? Yeah, do so I if you go to fidelity? the graphics options, you, both versions have uh, the ability to unlock the frame rate, and then it targets 60. Mm. But, you know. yeah, <laughs> but on the on X day. version, you can choose prioritize... Uh, graphics and it runs at a native 4K mm-hmm. or prioritize performance and it runs at 1440, which was surprising that mm-hmm. they were like, hey, we are confident that this game can run in performance mode at a resolution still higher than 1080, where I think the Pro is still stuck to no matter what it tries to do 4K, even if you're on a 1080 yeah. TV, which is why it has these like performances. Do you, do you know what the target frame rate is on performance at 1440? It, it targets 60, it does it, it, but it's the same with the X. It, it Does it get there? <laughs> it, it does if you're looking at the sky. Okay. It does if you're in space, uh, but there's so much to load, you know, like when you're just running around yeah. that uh, it, you know, it dips. I've been playing exclusively on the Xbox One X, and I've actually been streaming to YouTube.com slash IGN Unlocked. Yes. And watch those stream archives. There's probably about 10 hours of gameplay <laughs> on there if you just want to watch me uh, just messing around. And it's it's a really, really chill atmosphere. You just kind of – you have to go in with a different mindset. It's not going to be nonstop action things happening. It's like no. people are enjoying this. I love the photo mode. The photo mm-hmm. mode is my favorite addition to the game. I just constantly – I'm like, I need to take a photo of this. I need to take a photo of this. This so, planet's something that you've been able to do that i haven't been able to do is mixer integration yes so what's that like yeah we messed around with the mixer integration on our live stream that we did on ign and basically you you stream to the mixer account linked to your xbox account mine's the destin channel the the place where i normally stream Mm -hmm. and um 
people can just give you money. They can spawn sentinels and such. And at first, people kind of want to be jerks, right? So they spawn sentinels. They try and damage. Destroy the planet. One for yes, two for no. (laughs) But exactly. But a little bit later, they get tired of that. And they're just like, oh, you're fighting space pirates. I want you to succeed. So I'm going to help you out. Mm -hmm. And like I do call us the chat. I'm like, all right, chat. Like, look, I'm probably not going to get through this unless you guys help me. And then they're really willing to. They're willing to help you out. They want to see me get an upgraded ship. It's so cool. Like they type commands Mm -hmm. and it affects his game. Yeah. So it's not like he's just saying like, hey, do whatever. Like they're typing something and then all of a sudden it'll say – Sentinels are attacking you now. So and it's because they sent it. Or they yeah. can give them money. Or mixer, the Mixer chat audience is God, and you have to appease the gods. Oh. Yeah. Oh, or, but like, or anger them. Oh. But basically, like, they <laughs> spawn... real slippery slope. <laughs> so what's happened is I've learned how to deal with the Sentinels that they spawn, and I'm like, you guys can spawn the Sentinels, but you know I know how to deal with them. I'm just gonna, <laughs> you, wanna, yeah. you want me to go in my spaceship and just fly right. around for right. 30 seconds? Yeah. Like, that's, what you're, that's the gameplay. Or do you actually want to see the game? Yeah. So I... Oh, I guess uh, as someone who's never played it, I guess I'd, I'm not really understanding. Is each like game that you do in this sort of environment, this mixer environment, is it standalone? Because it sounds like if if your your chat can just like flush you with money, mm-hmm. then yep. you can go off and just like do whatever you want. In, in sort of, they can the only universe. give you about forty two thousand credits at a time, which is a lot early game. Mm-hmm. But as Mark and I know, when you get into that late game, that's nothing. Eventually, you upgrade your scanner enough to where if you if you scan a plant, you can get like a hundred thousand credits. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I made ten million in like a few hours. I mean, you were talking about playing with you and your wife, and yeah. like her progress is saved on your account. So what about yeah. like her game? Can she still go to the center of the gala or the universe? Or the yeah. Galaxy? So basically, what happens is is she is helping me with my quests, mm-hmm. and then uh, we played for a few hours, and then when she jumped back on her character, her ship was still broken. Even oh. though she had fixed it, mm-hmm. her ship was still broken. So, so like the it's recommendation, like a parallel universe. It's drop into <laughs> it's drop into host. It's drop yeah, it's drop into host. But then everything you collect, you get to keep. So if she collects minerals and and, and money and stuff like that, she gets to keep. Hmm. But she's playing in my world. But Sounds what's exactly cool, like State of Decay too. Like the way that multiplayer works. <laughs> but what's cool is there's teleporters in the game, which I believe are also from Atlas Rising, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're no longer beholden to a system anymore so like you can go to a space station talk to the teleporter and i can go to her base so even i'm like scanning animals and stuff like that and i'm like hey i want to complete my progress on your planet even if we're not playing together i can still just teleport to her base and fly around uh the early missions have has you building like warp drives to leave your home system i was able to go back to my home system Mm -hmm. just by teleporting that you can also and that's really cool you can also build a teleporter at your base and then on the space stations you just go through the teleporter and you can go right to where your home base is on your favorite planet uh if you ever want to move i mean you'll lose those resources when you build the new when you say delete my old base build this new one mm-hmm. but um it's, like it, quality, it's a really quality cool of life stuff yeah, yeah it's it's really yeah. really good um uh, we talked briefly about third person. I think that does a lot to give you a connection with the character that you're playing as and mm-hmm. seeing uh, that aspect. I think they tried that with first person, but for some reason, third person is working. It seems to be working a lot better. Yeah. Now and they threw in emotes and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Nice. Yes. How, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. How is the multiplayer? Because you said something that, that oh. piqued my ear, which was there's nothing to do really, <laughs> uh, but you know you can play with other people. Which was a lot of the same criticisms levied at Sea of Thieves when it came out. Yeah. But I think one of the strongest aspects of Sea of Thieves that like got mm-hmm. it 
is getting it through that hump of like less than a ton of content is right. the fact that when you're playing with friends, like it is a totally different experience. Mm-hmm. It is a fun experience to just do nothing together, you know, yeah. or do the same stuff over and over and over because hijinks, you know. Well, luckily they added multiplayer missions. Yeah. So now there's missions, there's regular missions you can do just from any space station, and then you can go on your your freighter and there's missions specifically that are designed to to be in a group which would be like get your wanted level up to like four stars or whatever and mm-hmm. fight those sentinels you, you you could do it by yourself but it's Wait, easier with a group mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that that kind of stuff kind of gets you together uh but what's really fun is like the creative mode which is pointless in the sense that you're not like progressing because you just get everything for free yeah but like me and her just built like this crazy huge base together and that was that was fun <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, because the building is like really good. <laughs> I, I highly recommend. I think they've patched it, but there's been a few bugs when you start in multiplayer <laughs> where it'll give you your next mission like off planet when your spaceship is broken or off system, <laughs> yeah. like in a different system. That happened to me. I had to restart my entire game. Yeah. Uh, like eight hour save uh, because that happened. I yeah. tore through to the point where I was. But uh, yeah, it just kind of gets through the tutorial stuff. Well, it sounds right like, away. yeah, I mean, it sounds like they've made some nice quality of life mm-hmm. improvements, the multiplayer, the third person, and some content, some some visual stuff. And Well, yeah, so to answer your question, if anybody has, has just, they don't have PlayStation PC and they're playing No Man's Sky for the first time, I, I would say it's definitely worth, like, the $50 price tag to jump into the game as it is right now like i good. i think it's I'm really glad cool. to hear that yeah and yeah. it I works wanna, really good on that i want to pop back X. into it i really do i need to find some time mm-hmm. uh so yeah look for look for your friends out in out in the great beyond of space uh and mark in fact you produced a, a fun little uh, oh, yeah. building you want to just set this video up that we're going to play real yeah quick? so it's just a minute uh, like video for you, for those of you on audio i don't know if we're just going to cut this out or how we're working that who but. knows um <laughs> anyway <laughs> who knows? basically they were like the base building is ne- nearly unlimited, so we wanted to see how high we can go, and we went really, really, really high, and then I jumped off. All right, let's <laughs> see that. It's it's really take it away, Mark. All right, good stuff, Mark. We're back. You uh, you you built a really tall thing. It's really <laughs> tall. <laughs> yeah, good and job, so it, it's funny because I <laughs> built that, and and it's if you watch the video. <laughs> You see all my failed experiments on, <laughs> at the bottom because it was like we're building this tower and like climbing on a ladder. And I don't know if Metal Gear Solid 3, it's just like I'm just like walking on this ladder for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way. And eventually the guy who sits next to me. There's got to be a better way. And uh, the guy who sits next to me, Patrick, was like, just try building stairs. I wonder if that would work. And so I just <laughs> built stairs. And eventually it takes your controls away from you. Then it was discovered a few days later that there's a way to cheat that by basically having someone else build a base and then you build a base up there and you can you can eventually just go to space. Yeah, cool. Uh, oh, that really? was that was discovered yeah. after this. There's was, your next uh, project. Ladder to heaven. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's No Man's Sky that's, available now is. on Xbox One. Yep. Let's move on to the news. Yep. First up this week, Epic Games. They're a company that makes video games and, and money. for a long time and, and a lot and, of money and other stuff <laughs> yeah engines they make yeah, fortnite and other stuff but it's crazy to th- you know so the story i guess before i get into the, the what i was going to say is that according to bloomberg who is a, a very <laughs> reputable financial uh, media institution bloomberg now says that epic games might be worth between 5 and 8 billion dollars 
Although it's not known precisely how much Fortnite has fueled that valuation, it's clearly played a major role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they note here, Bloomberg, uh, Chinese company Tencent, who seems to have a piece of almost literally every right. major yeah. company on the planet, uh, they bought 40% of Epic in 2012 for $330 million when the entire company was valued at, uh, at $825 million. That means that Epic has gained up to $7 billion in value in about six years. And, man, there's, there's a lot to dig into with this because I'm, I'm sort of fascinated by this, the mm-hmm. idea – like we're seeing these media uh, and entertainment powerhouse conglomerates get bigger and bigger now. Uh, Disney acquiring Fox. most of Fox – for what was it, forty-one? Yeah, I think billion some ridiculous dollars. Some because mm-hmm. th- how they they bought Star Wars for four. Yes, which is insane. Uh, or might wait, was it two? Or it was four. Four. Okay, I think you're right. But they and also it, bought Marvel. Think, so Mar- I think, and I think Marvel was four as well, wasn't okay. it? Um, I might have the numbers wrong, but it was it was relatively ten percent. You're still illustrating 5%. my point. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's so we is is Epic Games really worth more? than marvel was <laughs> like i don't know man i mean i'm not sp- speaking ill of epic at all it's just again it, it illustrates the crazy escalation yeah. that's going on and if you have something valuable it's it can it's really valuable because the only people that can afford it are yeah. are people that can afford well guess what <laughs> maybe we're only worth two but only yeah but if yeah. uh the only people that can afford two can afford to pay five to eight so we're worth five to eight yeah mm. it's i mean you're you're <laughs> worth what someone will pay for exactly you. Yeah, so it's just crazy because that game is free <laughs> like it's a free game but it generates Scans, uh, man. A, a, it's like what got like two million a day right and, it's yeah, just via mobile i i heard just we're talking mobile? The that's office what yesterday. the story was yeah Holy it's like 10 crap. million people play it or is or is it's 100 million i don't even oh, know. It, i have no idea how many people play <laughs> that game i am so yeah. fortnite just baffles me yeah because i think about like when it came out and it came out to i mean i'm gonna say it to super kind of min- a thud middling review right. you, mean, you reviewed yeah, it. I, I reviewed yeah. it back when i think our review went live like the day that multiplayer came yeah, out pre-battle or, royale yeah or a day or two yeah, after. It was save the world a crafting game yeah and, and it was like just, let's yeah it was a wave based sort of base building game and let's just say right now fortnite is the way it is because that multiplayer mode right yeah, like, of course yeah because save the world mode is now an afterthought i know they still support it and there's actually some cool events and stuff that go on in there mm-hmm. but you know battle royale is where they make their money on it and how much money they make <laughs> yeah and that's you're, you guys are getting into what I, I wanted to kind of walk back just to just to put this into context for people a little bit more you know we all know i'm i'm the resident barnacle in the room that's uh, been stuck to the side of the games media ship for <laughs> the last 16 years so for instance when i started uh at, at oxm when i started doing this epic was was known at that point unreal one had come out yeah mm-hmm. And almost nobody. And I think Unreal, Unreal, maybe the first, yeah, <laughs> Unreal. So had Unreal Tournament. So Unreal and Unreal Tournament had come out. Um, but it's like you go back, you know, it was Jazz Jackrabbit in the Cliff Blazinski <laughs> early days, and then oh, you know, and then Unreal and and Unreal Tournament, and they started licensing Unreal Engine, and that made them a, a huge That's amount of thing, money and is mm-hmm. even if Fortnite somehow gets Thanos snapped out of right. existence, they still print money with Unreal so, Life. Right. They were yeah. an eight hundred and twenty five million dollar yeah. value company 
just largely right. off of the back of that. Right. Um, now they have since sold Gears of War entirely to mm-hmm. Microsoft for what that was. That was two, wasn't it? I don't remember. Was that two that or was, one or it was four, four? It was a lot. It was five years ago. It was an eight-figure amount. Yeah, mm. I know that what that much. Um, yeah, that, I guess that. Gosh, that probably was five years ago already. It's, it was a while back. Because it was. What was the last one that Epic did? Was it the that Baird? It judgment. would be Judgment. Judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know. Gears of War chapter, and then you know mo- a lot of engine stuff, and and now yeah, like Fortnite was a game like you were hinting at there, Brennan. Like it was Fortnite was in development for well, years. This is hilarious because we've you and I like saw Fortnite. I, I mean, I guess Dustin as well. I've seen Fortnite demoed the entirety of my career at IGN. <laughs> like, well, it was announced by Cliff Blazinski, right? Yeah. Who then? Yeah. Well, was it? He did the was announcement? That? I think so. I'm not sure. I think you might be Like right. back in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that game. I'm like, oh, that looks really fun. And then I saw that game every year. Is it that <laughs> yeah, long it was, ago? Yeah. It, it was, was sort of a... It was, it was announced six years. I don't want to call it a joke to like insult it, but it was sort of a running joke at the E3 Judges Week because mm-hmm. it would be shown and we'd sit down with it, the, the group of E3 Judges and play it yeah. every year at Judges, at judges Week. And it got to this point where the year it came out, uh, even Epic acknowledged that. Like, yeah. it was Donald Mustard who, at that point, had been you know, uh, chair had been acquired by Epic, and Donald was made the the head of creative for the whole company. And to the the E3 judges, he was he was like, "We're not even we're not going to make you play it again. I've <laughs> been here like every year. We're just going to give you a quick." Quick presentation, and it, it like it's coming out for real in whenever and whatever day he said was the actual yeah. release date of of Fortnite. We oh, were that, all that was the judges' week that we went to. This two two years, years ago. ago, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, and we all and you know everybody had fun and everything, and even then we were we were like, okay, great, well, it's finally gonna. Come. We just I don't they even Donald Mustard and Epic would have had no idea of what this would rest, turn into yes, right. yeah. today. So it's. What a what a story of epic. I mean, I'll tell you, Danny O'Dwyer. There's, yeah, I'm sure he'll be he'll be he, if he's not already talking he's to epic. Pro- yeah, should, he should be hitting up Mark Rain about doing a, a no clip documentary on mm. on uh, on epic. Because man, their, their whole company story is fascinating. I mean, Mark Rain's still there. Mm. He's been there forever. Tim Sweeney is the programming genius yeah. who wrote yeah. Unreal Engine, and he's still there. Yeah, he so, de- he delivers their sort of Unreal speed. Uh, yeah. keynotes at GDC. But man, uh, I'm I'm no financial expert, but Mark Rain and Tim Sweeney and whoever the rest of the sort of and higher ups, Mr. There, Fortnite, yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> Jimmy Fortnite, Jimmy Fortnite. I have to say, I, I would sell tomorrow, like sell high. Really? <laughs> right. Well, why not? Like well, they, they've, they've they're making two hundred million a day. But or something. But those two guys, million. they've been at two it for well off mobile. So who knows what right. they bring in on yeah. console? Like, hey, yeah. you've been at it for twenty plus years. You still own sixty percent of your company. Sell that other sixty percent. Uh, just like go, you could. I mean, they could. Every day this happens, lightning is continuing <laughs> to strike. I know, right? I know. Of course, I'm no financial advisor, so no one should yeah. ever listen to me. But I'm just saying, if it were me, I mean, I'm sure. Hopefully, they have fun going to work every day and what have sure. you. But it's got to be tempting to be like, if you see Bloomberg values you at five to eight billion, you don't you? You got to sit there and go, man, I could just live on a beach the rest of my life pretty much millions in my like i could walk away right now 
Who knows? But they can I, probably I'll, they can probably do that anyway. Yeah. With right. dividends That's from this. You're right. But all I'm saying is, don't be surprised if we see uh, <laughs> some announcement in the next That's year or so. Tencent of, acquires all of Fortnite. Acquires remaining, yeah, remaining <laughs> yeah. holdings in Epic Games and and Mark's uh, Mark Rain and Tim Sweeney retire. Didn't Tencent and Bungie also just team out? Uh, Tencent bought, I think, the majority stake in Riot not too long ago. Either forty nine or Riot. They're expanding. Forty nine or fifty one percent. It might be totally different now. It's just I'm remembering wow. a headline off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Do they also have a stake in Activision too? They might. I mean, yeah. I think they're working they're... with Bungie to like bring Destiny two to China. Or something. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Wow. I remember this is a story from a few months back, so I'm a little hazy on it. But that would make sense then. Yeah. I know there was a big Call of Duty push in China as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, Tencent's the biggest company in the world. The biggest video game company in the world nobody in the West really knows about outside yeah. of headlines that say Tencent acquires another <laughs> yeah. studio you, you've heard of. Mm-hmm. And I guess the last thing I wanted to add to this is just to let's add a little context for our audience and just sort of have a little fun speculation as well. If Epic is worth five to eight billion, and this isn't to say one's better than the other or anything like that, but but in all seriousness, <laughs> if you look at because we've we've heard Valve get talked about before as oh you know if Gabe Newell and and the team there sold Valve it'd be worth a couple billion dollars sure Gabe but Newell was, another person that should just retire <laughs> he's so rich <laughs> yeah, but but that's you know that was a few years ago like I I have to think Valve is worth way more than Epic is. I don't know. Like I'm not even going to speculate. But, yet. Think about the, the real though. Like, again, Steam. I'm not yeah. hitting. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Steam, and then you know the Half Life IP. Even though it's been dormant for years, yeah, it's, they could probably it's sell like, that. It, that's that's worth. <laughs> yeah, you know because yeah, that's got a, a. It's almost like a rare earth material. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's it's like well, whatever's almost, better than like titanium. any of their IPs. Honestly, if they if Valve suddenly was just like if Valve so Dota, hey, we're not gonna. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Yeah, Dota, Dota Portal. Portal, Left 4 Dead, Half Life, like they could sell any of those. And Team people, Fortress people is would, its own. Yeah, thing. Team Fortress. Yeah. People would love to have any of those. Yeah, plus Steam, which is the backbone of PC itself. gaming. Yeah. That's a funny. That's what's funny is you you look at the big companies that are valued the highest amongst you know, you know the the big game development companies. You're talking Fortnite has a service and a platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valve has a platform. Activision Blizzard, the umbrella company that owns Activision and Blizzard, has Battle.net, right? Yep. Have, I was going to bring have, up Blizzard have, as well as another one that that's, could be worth even more than Epic is based yeah. on... Yeah. Well, World of Warcraft alone is... I mean, it still subscriptions. Yeah. it's still kills. Starcraft, Overwatch, Diablo. I mean, it's yeah, absurd. Overwatch. Yeah. It's absurd what's going on over there. Call yep. of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Well, on the Activision... Just, I'm just talking about the Blizzard side. Oh, I see. Okay. Just I know, Blizzard but it's side. so cool now because if you log into the Blizzard launcher, you see Call of Duty yeah. on the list. Destiny so Destiny cool. 2, was was that exclusively on Battle.net on for PC? PC? That's it. It's, yep. it's always been yeah. exclusively on okay. Battle.net. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You nice. see all of their games and then you see it's like they have their like other tab and it's yeah. Destiny 2 and Black Ops 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. So it just... Goes to show, yeah, the the, the in, insane escalation of the the value of like for anybody. I can't imagine there's anybody in in your life, and I'm speaking to the audience that that still thinks video games are are a toy or a joke because right. video games have been a, a, a serious, high profile, uh, lucrative industry for many I mean, many years more, now. But more than the movie industry and the music industry combined. Yeah. Well, yeah, but this you is, look at something like GTA Five, which is like the single handed right. most like. Yeah, profitable piece of entertainment ever. There's another you one. Know? I mean, Rockstar, Rockstar is owned by Take Two. 
what's Rockstar alone worth? Yeah. J- just the grand, th- for, like just Red, the, Red Dead's going to be a monster. Yeah. You know, and then there's a few other little IP, like Midnight Club, they're not doing it, but just the Grand Bully. Theft Auto IP alone yeah. right. would make Rockstar worth. The game came, I'll out, bet it, I'll bet the game Rock- came out in 2013, I, and it still tops the chart. I bet Rock, I'll bet Rockstar, if, if Take-Two were to sell off the Rockstar and its IPs, $10 billion. You think? $10 billion. It's, I'd be interesting to see what the, the current tally is for Grand Theft Auto V, its earnings. I mean, it's still, it's I mean, still in the top 10 of the MPD every single every month. month and GTA uh, online just, five years just later, like Skyrim yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so, anyway our industry is alive and thriving uh, particularly People for the, like the biggest games. fish in that sea yeah EA uh, speaking of big companies they are looking at the standalone multiplayer shooter space good during their Q1 investor call uh, EA's uh, their CFO Blake Jorgensen was was asked if Battlefield 5's Battle Royale mode, uh, which is being called Battlefield Royale, is uh, is being considered to be spun off into its own separate free to play product, similar to a you know PUBG or a mm-hmm, uh, right. um, you know Fortnite kind of thing. Yep. And he said uh, Battlefield Royale was no different than any other mode in Battlefield 5. However. He implied that a separate standalone battle shooter from EA is a possibility. He says, quote, I would say we're interested in possibly experimenting with an essentially free-to-play standalone game that might be in a shooter genre or another genre, but I don't think that's how we're looking at the Battlefield stuff right now. But you'll see more to come on that in the coming Didn't they already do that? Yeah, it was Battlefield Heroes, that cartoony, web-based... I, they Probably might have, ahead they of its might time in hindsight, yeah, isn't right. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was team deathmatch. You're right. Um, I think God, it's been. Years. No, you're right. I I forgot about it until you mentioned yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, not doing a Battlefield Royale spinoff is actually kind of a miss for them from a business standpoint. Look at how well it's worked for Fortnite. Why yep. wouldn't you want that revenue? You know? And they didn't and, attach anything to it. It's just Battlefield Royale. It's the same with Call of Duty. It's Call of Duty Blackout. Like mm-hmm. keep these things constant. He seems so dismissive in this quote. I'm just surprised. I'm like, that's very like, no, don't. We're not going to do that. We're going to keep Battlefield Five like that. I think that'll make fans happy, but it doesn't really make any sense to me. Like, why wouldn't you be interested in this from a business perspective? Yeah, I mean, it, when you see the that Fortnite cash, yeah, there, our previous a, story, right? Basis, yeah. Well, and they're clearly chasing it anyways because uh, they're making Battlefield. Royale, like they're clearly they they're aware of the battle royale, you know, craze. Mm-hmm. So why make that and then be like, yeah, but we're also doing something else, possibly battle royale. Why not adapt the business model, right? That's just the only thing I'm it. saying. People love Battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wonder if like they're looking at it as they're adding the battle royale mode into Battlefield because that's what's it's so hot right now mm-hmm. that battle royale, so hot. But. <laughs> On the long term, is that going to pull players away from Fortnite? Is that going to pull players away from PUBG? Um, the players that don't play the Culling Two, like those those battle royale audiences, like are there, and they do like follow trends. Culling Two got shut down. They follow they follow what's hot. It's coming back. Culling One is coming back. Yeah, it is. They follow what's hot, but like Battlefield players play Battlefield for Battlefield, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to either convince Battlefield players that this new mode is better than what they've already been experiencing, or you have to convince Fortnite and PUBG players that Battlefield can do it better than your games. Whereas well, I think if you create a standalone. 
multiplayer I, shooter. I think the the mat the secret sauce that Fortnite has though is that it's just cartoony enough to a run on everybody's computers, yep. just like World of Warcraft. Yep. Any computer can play that game, and B parents look at it and Universal it looks appeal. silly. Where if you continue to make Call of Duty, it's got fun dances and yeah. yeah, Battlefield, all that stuff, they just look like war sh- shooters. Right. That's what you look at PUBG and it's like oh, it's gritty and guns. So- but like you know, Fortnite is yeah. Like, and not to say battle royales are are targeting the lowest common denominator, but no. a free to play game yeah. makes its money by having players. And so, if you if you target you know the nine to thirteen year old demographic and th- their parents are cool with them playing it, like that's a huge market. And if you can play it on your phone, that's an even bigger market. So it makes sense that EA would look at some sort of standalone me, thing that's outside of right, throw, something not as gritty right. as Battlefield. Yeah. Let me throw one other idea out and just see what you guys think of it. This just popped into my head as you were talking. But what about what about the idea that that uh, EA may be hesitant to spin off battlefield into a into a standalone battle royale battlefield royale thing because if that's out there and thriving does it yeah. does that limit the does that potentially kill the $60 every 2 years battlefield mm-hmm. like well, i guess there's whatever i don't know which way the scales go there financially sure. like they'll go they'll go whichever way earns them the most money right yeah. right but there's, like if people are just hooked on that like okay well is that enough to outweigh like Imp, you know, undercutting yourself. Yeah, on, well, and taking development reason. resources from this game that's doing well to be like, hey guys, now we're going to make Battlefield right? Because you know, let's be honest. As much as old again barnacles like me are clamoring for a, a high quality single player experience, that's not what people are generally buying Battlefield for. Well, yeah. there's a few things going on here. First of all, the conversation about PUBG versus Fortnite. Yes, Fortnite's bigger, but PUBG is no like small right. small shooter. Tons right. of people still play that, and you have to pay for it to mm-hmm. play it. It's not free to play. Battlefield could adopt that model, theoretically. But on online, all you see is that Fortnite is hugely successful. And when you compare PUBG to that, they're like, oh, PUBG's failing or PUBG's right, dying, which right. is which not is true at all. It's they're just still not, a million-dollar company not in the raking spotlight. in the money, not in the spotlight. They have a mobile version. They they are on two platforms. They're on Xbox and they're on PC, and it's doing quite well. Like, it's not doing poorly. So, again, my whole question is, like, why would Jorgensen be so dismissive? Why not do a, a $20 version where you just do the Battle Royale mode and then – like loop it in with the campaign experience of Battlefield. There's ways to do this correctly. That and I'm sure they're, they're looking not going to do. I'm sure well, they're looking at all. Of them. Apparently not. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've got a room full of people that are smarter than this than we'll right. ever be about this kind of thing. But you know, like, is that something that it needs? Really, I think is the question. Like, yeah. can they look at it as can we make more money doing this than we're making right now? And if the answer is yes, they'll do it. Yep. I think just 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 one more thing to close that. I think what Fortnite also gains is not even a not even a game feature. It's the fact that like Twitch is so hot right now, and the most uh, subscribed, followed person on Twitch plays Fortnite. True. And if he well, were to play Battlefield Royale, he did play Battlefield. Well, oh, it's, wait. it's a chicken Dr. or an egg thing. Is is. Right, is Fortnite, Fortnite famous because, because of Fortnite Ninja is good or, or is Ninja? Of, you, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. so it's like if Ninja left and took his, you know, near 10 million followers and was like, "You know what? Call of Duty Blackout's really cool. That's what I'm playing now." All of a sudden Twitch is like, "Do whatever you want. We'll we'll start putting Call of Duty, you know, on the front page and and that is always number 1 because if you look at Fortnite's numbers, especially when 
uh, PUBG was was bigger than Fortnite, PUBG would be ahead unless Ninja was on. Then you would look at the player yeah. count, and it's like, oh, 160,000 people are watching, and 120 of them are watching just Ninja. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. So Man. it's it's that's yeah. kind of a weird dynamic to look yeah. at things, too. I mean, it doesn't hurt that it's free to play. So yeah. like, if Ninja went over and started playing a game that had a barrier to entry of $20, yeah. $40, yeah. $60. But people can watch him play and be yeah. like, oh, now I can play. Now I can Twitch stream, yep. and I don't have to spend any money. Yep. yep. And I guess the one other thing, too, is you know before – I know EA is uh, – doesn't have the most sterling reputation with gamers these days, but right. so bef- before you before you uh, jump on them for oh they're just blindly following a trend, thinking about making a standalone multiplayer shooter. Every major publisher is yeah. having these conversations would, behind closed doors. EA is just being honest about it, <laughs> yeah. except yeah. except yeah. for three four three apparently. <laughs> well, yeah, we went over that. The only that. BR we're interested in is the battle rifle. Is the rifle? I love it. Sorry, that's a good needs to go only on a because t-shirt. only because needs to go on a T-shirt. The battle rifle is so good. You can make that shirt. <laughs> Uh, just don't put. I'm not going to put that much effort into it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Officially <laughs> licensed product of 343 Industries, <laughs> Microsoft Corporation. All right, quickly, Turn Ten, makers of Forza Motorsport, also making a battle royale. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cars, car royale. <laughs> they are removing loot boxes entirely from Forza Motorsport Seven. Uh, they're removing the prize crates, which are f- their version of free loot crates from Forza Motorsport, Motorsport Seven, coming up at the end of the year. Uh, additionally, Turn 10 will not be bringing paid tokens, which were included in previous Forza games, to either Motorsport 7 or, uh, for those of you interested in Forza Horizon, Forza Horizon 4 coming out this October. Uh, Alan Hartman, the studio head there, says, quote, While we've never charged money for prize crates in Forza Motorsport 7, their presence in the game has continued to be a source of controversy. The overwhelming feedback has been that this system feels out of place in the game, after careful consideration, we have decided to completely remove prize crates from Forza Motorsport 7. So gamers once again speaking loudly here and affecting change in the in the games and franchises that they care about. This so. is so weird. I feel like just simply doing something like, especially if they're not selling them, just don't call them loot crates then. It sounds like well, it's just I a mean- bad name for what it is. Mm-hmm. Especially since you don't pay for Yeah, that's that term, if they're just price crates. Price term don't, has a stink on it. Price, yeah, price so it's like if it's just progression, don't call well, you it you crates. get them for progression, but that they incentivize you to buy them with real money mm-hmm. and the way that they were implemented. I thought it said Forza. it doesn't sell them. It does? There is an option to purchase these. I see. With Forza Motorsport 7. Oh, it's not the community. With Forza Bucks yeah. or with real bucks? I don't, I don't remember because I don't support this in any way like i haven't bought a single microtransaction with destiny 2 and i just decided i'm not going to support this system in gaming anymore sure so um speaking, yeah speaking like with your wallet exactly yep. and that's what i encourage people to do and it sounds like they did with forza motorsport 7 and i'm really glad the forza team is getting rid of this and more importantly yes yeah. yeah, uh, so you can just look forward to this not being in forza horizon 4 at all yeah. which is a game we're super jazzed about yeah. because i am so excited for it's forza horizon oh my, 7 it's so <laughs> or not mm-hmm. 7 forza horizon, horizon 4. 4 yeah my goodness it looks amazing again yeah. Yeah, I, I I really appreciate this for one reason because it says it's not at the heart of what it was intended to be. I'm paraphrasing yeah. the quote, um, but I don't really have a problem with with uh, microtransactions or purchases. I don't like when they're random. When you have yeah. to spend mm-hmm. five bucks and you mm-hmm. could get that purple yeah, when it's a lottery, that right. super per- that epic purple that everyone wants. Yeah. Um, what I do appreciate is when developers look at microtransactions in their games, fundamentally going against the intended play of the game. Yeah. Look at um, 
oh, it's uh, Monolith uh, with Shadow of War, yeah. you know? Being able to buy your orcs, your super awesome orcs, to go in and fight with you or lead your army fundamentally changes the structure of what they wanted, which was to encounter those and create story, mm-hmm. like emergent stories with randomized, procedurally generated orcs out in the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting rid of loot boxes was as much to appease people who thought it was gross as it was to restore sort of the intended emergent mm-hmm. storytelling in that game. It'd be game. like being able to buy credits in No Man's Sky. The literally the, the only thing you knew in that game is get credits. So it's like, why? The <laughs> Do only you like game- money? Do you want more money? The Spend only game that I've like, like I didn't mind spending money on, uh, and that I pretty much only spent money on was uh, Pokemon Go because I played it so much. And when I say I, I probably spent like maybe twenty five dollars, and it was just because we'd meet in San Francisco, and then yeah, uh, we'd walk around, and then it's like, oh, I'm out of Pokeballs, and so I'd spend. And but the, the, it's not the lottery; it's I'm spending a dollar on a pack of fifty Pokeballs. Yeah, it's you know what you get? Poke balls, whatever. And Poke-A I did, I didn't mind because I'd played the game so much. And it was a free game that I'm like, okay, fine. Here's ten. Right, you got a lot out of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind spending ten dollars on something I p- played for fifty hours. I was the exact same way with Smite. I had three thousand matches in that game. Smite was an entertainment platform for me, mm-hmm. and when I was playing it for three or four hours a night, I wasn't going to see movies. I wasn't yeah. buying other video games. You know, like this is the way. This is my entertainment outlet, and I don't mind like kicking some money in. Supporting the, so much money supporting on the developers. Yes, yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's it's it, when you're not spending a, that money on other things, I don't mind mm-hmm. dropping it, whether or not I'm supporting the developers or right. I'm just purchasing my own entertainment. Yeah, right. you know, yeah, exactly right. Uh, finally, this week, quick note: NHL 19 for you hockey fans out there. There's an open beta running on Xbox One right now. It ends on August 2nd, so depending on when you're hearing the show this week, jump on there and play if you're interested. Call of Duty's beta. Starts in a couple days. Oh, that's right. Thank you for noting yeah. that. Yeah, that's uh, we'll have, now, we'll have more on, on Xbox that. or is that the the oh PS4 this may just be the, so so it's PlayStation this weekend and then next that's weekend, what it was. I think that's it's PlayStation yeah. and Xbox, which I think I had noted uh, we've learned it on last week's show. Maybe I'm not sure, but anyway, we'll, we'll have more thank details you for the, on that keeping that on my radar. Week. Nevertheless, uh, okay, uh, marketplace report. I'm gonna go Mark Medina's way. Mark, I, I gave you a two page, I, three page oh printout. There's a lot of games coming out on Xbox this Is week. There? Can you just list them for us? What's, sure. What's on, but, what's on the way? Before we jump into this, because it's not going to be on that list, Sea of Thieves Cursed Sales update yep. is out today. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can fight Skeleton Galleons, and there's a new three-person ship. If yes. If you have two homies and not a, four, a third, then you can now have a ship and fully crew it out. So, what is the, so the Brigantine? The Brigantine, or, yeah. Your your homework is to play that, and give it, we'll get your impressions next week. As soon as I get a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some some skelly, some skelly boys. Week. All right, take it away, Mark. What's out there? <laughs> okay, uh, not off to a good start. If the game name is making you chuckle, I just, no, it's right at the top where it's like, oh, hi yeah, there. I see this. Just go. Like, Wait, too I, many games. Am I supposed to read that? Part? Just, just start okay. with uh, Eight to Glory. Okay, Castaway Paradise on July thirty first. These it are all like July Jimmy 31st. Buffett. The game, uh, Forsaken Remastered. Okay, uh, not eight, eight to Glory is a bull riding game. Eight seconds. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it sure is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just read the thing. Uh, Gene Rain. Okay. Yep. Not a good name. Maximum Football 2018. When you like your football, to another the, notch up to the, to the maximum. Uh, the Sims Cat and Dogs expansion. Yeah. On board. Vigor. Uh, hashtag War Games or Number Sign War no, Games. Don't, <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't it do that. says. Hash- 
I'm old I'm enough talking, to remember that like, you. Like tic-tac-toe? <laughs> just don't do yeah. tic-tac-toe war pound games. Pound sign war games? Like, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah, like, yeah, pound sign war games. Exactly. Uh, the Z-axis. One more dungeon. These are all games. One. I'm actually interested in that one as a fantasy. Road to Ballhalla. That is a uh, like turn the table kind of game where the ball Monkey goes around. Ball. And there's oh, no. lasers. So just don't get your balls fried. Oh, game. yeah. So it's like Marble Madness. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it is Mar- like Ball Madness. Nailed it. Marble Why they pay ball. Him the, the big bucks. <laughs> that's, that's State of Anarchy, Master of Mayhem. Okay. Armored Master. Warfare. I've not heard of most of these. <laughs> 1979 Revolution. So that's Black that's, Friday. That's actually that's a cool. That's one. a really interesting game. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the one on this list. Oh that, yeah, I do know that game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dolings Arcade. Sure. Jump Gunners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super Dungeon Tactics. Ah, check that out. Zasmo Arcade Pack. Okay. That's that. if these games are good, their names are not helping their cause <laughs> for, for the most part. Yeah. They're probably smaller developers, just yeah. like well, they, this trying. Is the, yeah, this is the idea at Xbox. Yeah, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of these are idea at Xbox, yeah. made by like three guys. Yeah, well, it's yeah. or or you know different. Very anyway, uh, making a game, putting it out there. Brandon, what are the games with gold this month? <clears throat> Road to Valhalla. No, I'm just. <laughs> um, so your games with gold for August are uh, one of Ryan's favorites, Forza Horizon Two. You can get right. that south uh, of France. Today's the first, right? Well, nope. by the time people hear this. Yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah. get that August 1st to the 31st on Xbox One, so all month long for that one. Uh, you also can get For Honor, which is a cool uh, fighting game you've probably heard of by now, but that starts in two weeks, so August, August 16th, going through to September 15th. So uh, That's like another game that I think they're giving it away because it's like to the point where that game is like a games of service now. It and is. it's like yeah. the more... People that just have For Honor, the more money they'll make not, by not trying Pretty to much. sell the game, by just getting them in and, and games, playing it. Games of service. service. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have a really cool approach that they also took with Rainbow Six Siege. Um, you know, when that game came out, it didn't have the best first year. And now it is mm-hmm. just tuned and refined. They, uh, you, kudos to Ubisoft. They know how to support yeah. their, uh, their competitive games afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back to the games, we have Dead Space 3 from August 1st to August 15th on 360 and X1. And finally, we have Disney <laughs> Disney Epic Mickey 2, The Power of 2 from August 16th to August It's 3rd. a solid month, man. There's some good titles On 360 here. and X1 as well. Yeah. Those are all really good. Yeah. I actually never played Dead Space 3, so I'm curious. Love yeah. 2. Really? Play yeah. 3. Everybody yeah. loves 2. Yeah. Reads a game. <laughs> people like it. Most oh, people really? like it. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's it's yeah. not the strongest. My, my favorite one's the first one. The second was... one's good, and then the third one's my least favorite. Do you guys remember the video that Mitch Dyer and Gallegos did about space? Yeah. Oh yeah. Was that three? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Go I check so. that out on yeah. IGN. It's stupid, but really funny. <laughs> Just Google space. Yeah. With <laughs> anyway, what eleven A's? I want to say. Okay. All right. We're. Uh, Moving towards the end of the show here, it's Unlock Block Trivia Time. Now, Miranda, I feel bad that she's not here, except that she's trying to throw the competition anyway. Part of her plan. Yeah, she's trying to shoot the moon. So, oh my uh, God, does Mark have a point? How many points do I have? Let me check. You're not on the board yet. What? This year, my friend. Let's see if we can change that. My goal is to tie with Mark. Yeah, we've got uh, Brandon at nine, right behind the ghost of Alana at ten. Destin at one. My, how's it like being ahead by default? 
So I came. I, I wasn't a member of Unlocked until like three months ago. So I'm doing okay. So there you go. There's our score. And Miranda at six. Let's hear from Justin Perez from uh, Camarillo, California. This is a good question. He asks: In Lost Planet Two, there was DLC with a, a cro- basically crossover DLC from another Microsoft franchise. What franchise was that? What what IP showed up? In DLC for Lost Planet 2, was it Gears of War, Halo, Crackdown, or Perfect Dark? Does anybody know this one? Crap. I, I, have a, I don't know I it, but I played Lost Planet yeah. 2, and I don't know this. Brandon, I'm going to go to you first. Thanks. Jeez. Uh, and I'm going to say whatever Brandon says. <laughs> That's your guess. See, Crackdown, final answer. All right. Never mind. I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I'm gonna go with probably smart gears. Of okay, gears. Yeah, crackdown. Pretty sure it's not Halo. I was gonna go gears. Also, a okay. third person. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you got it. It was gears. Yay! Correct on that one. Good stuff. That yeah. brings. Uh, it gets Destin up to two, trying to crawl out of the hole and uh, <laughs> get get respectable. I, I broke the streak of. Uh, Bad guesses. <laughs> Finally. Four weeks in a row. Yeah. And we've got Mark on the board. I love Yay. It. All right. If you want to try to stump the panel, please send your Xbox trivia question to unlocked at IGN.com. Please include four multiple choice answers and note the correct answer in your email. We'll play again next week. That about wraps it up for us, gents. Mark? Yes. Want to promote yourself, your Twitter, your According whatever. to this, my Twitter is at Havoc Rose. Yes, follow me on there. <laughs> Loves anime. Love it. <sighs> Love it so much. Uh, no, I at Mark underscore Medina. Um, it's a weird time of year right now, uh, where it's like, uh, like the only thing on the horizon would be Spider Man, and that's still a, a ways away. So it's just we're kind of just playing smaller games and and you know Sea of Thieves DLC and yeah. kind of looking back at older games right now. So I'm just you know I played a train game and I tweeted about it. So it's really funny. Train Simulator. Yeah. Train simulator? Yeah. I'm so excited yeah. for, for you. <laughs> it's uh it was uh it was fun learning to drive the train. Like I was mm-hmm. like, this is kinda cool. You when like, the train started I, moving, I was like, here we go. I'm doing this. Now is it is it all like le- levers and Yeah, like you just you sit in there and then you, you like you yeah. control you the thing. <laughs> Some guy in the comments is like, I've driven a train before and like the game only lets you control one lever at a time. And I can tell you, sometimes you have to multitask. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I have to pull two. <laughs> Blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I've always wondered how like our public transit system is Bart. I've always wondered how Bart's work. Is it Bart like, it's like a big lever? Is it like, I think it's a literally. Is it like no, no, green button, red button? It's all automated. Yeah. If you if you go up there and you watch them, they literally push a button and then they're out the window. Yeah. And you see it just doing it all on its own. Oh, they have a button to open and close the doors too. Oh. Because yeah. there's one guy. Yeah. Every to chop morning, people in half. Every morning he <laughs> sees me running late and he presses the button and the doors close right in the face. <laughs> Dude, that happens. And I look at him. We make eye contact every morning. I'm like, what is he's it? like, bye, Brad. Tomorrow. <laughs> you got to grease the palm a little bit. I guess so, yeah. that's. Uh, Bribe, uh, are they Bribe government? The are, are they government employees? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Bart, Bart is yeah, city. Yeah, no, I'm not going to bribe a government employee to get me on the train on time. Anyway, Brandon. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm Brandon Tyrell. <laughs> uh, I, that's my. Sorry, that totally derailed my train of thought. Uh, uh, I'm Brandon Tyrell. That's my name and my Twitter handle. You can find me on there, uh, tweeting sometimes and. 
Uh, like Mark said, it's kind of a slow time of year. Right now I'm playing The Witcher 3 with my girlfriend, and it is real fun, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I just discovered The Witcher 3's cinematic trailers. Did you guys ever watch those? Last no. night, they are phenomenal. Cool. So go watch those. Uh, but that's it for me. Nothing else I want to plug. So bye. Destin? Yeah, so there was actually just a big update to Destiny release, so I'm going to be probably streaming that tonight over at youtube.com slash fireteamchat. Also, be sure to check out fireteamchat.ign.com to watch our Destiny show, should you be interested in the upcoming Forsaken or the updates leading up to that expansion. And you can follow me on Twitter at Destin Legary. Fantastic. I want to mention, I did say this last week, but always want to give a little love to IGN Unfiltered, my little passion project here at IGN. Uh, every month I sit down one-on-one for like an hour to an hour and a half with a particularly notable, awesome person in the games industry and just walk through their career. I love sort of finding out where people came from and, and how they got where they are. Sissy Jones is my guest for the month of July. Uh, she is a wonderful voice actress. You know her as Delilah in Firewatch. She's also playing Fury in the upcoming Darksiders 3 which happens to be our IGN first game for this month. We've just we've been doing a ton of coverage all month long there. Uh, and I've actually got to go home. I forgot that I am shooting another unfiltered this afternoon. <laughs> got to go home and get my dress shirt and tie, <laughs> which really sucks. Because, <laughs> Good luck, Ryan. Because uh, I have a lot to do today. Hey, oh, welcome no. to IGN Unfiltered. Do you like Portal? <laughs> yeah, it's an uh, Aperture Science shirt. Is it anyway. Gabe Newell? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would I, be really appropriate. Be yeah, awesome. that'd At least be really I could not have to go home Make and change. But well, just bring a anyway. shirt here and put just, it in the. Just grab. Oh my I God. need to do that. Oh my God, we have eight seconds left. Yeah. Just grab it anyway. in and out on the way out, so you'll be fine. It's fine. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan, and that will wrap it up for Unlocked three fifty five. <laughs> Can't even keep track of them anymore. Uh, for Mark, Brandon, and Destin, I'm Ryan. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.